Hello, 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 everyone. The long-awaited return of the podcast. Podcast. (laughs) So back. We're back. Um, uh, Yeah, it's been it's been busy, um, but it's good to be back. A good busy. Yeah. So Kelly had a good idea for um, discussion tonight. Actually, one of our clients had a good idea. Okay, all right. It was a student. I I was going to say that I suspected as much. So tell us, Kelly, what what are we going to talk about tonight? Well, I think somebody suggested we talk about our journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It would be nice, too, for anyone who doesn't know us to get to know us a little bit better. And even if you do know us, I bet you'll find out something that you didn't know. Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. So, um, so Kelly, did did we know each other before we got into yoga? Yes, yes, we did. Mm, <laughs> I've forgotten. Yes, okay. <laughs> I've forgotten. People often ask, like, now, did you guys did you guys <clears throat> meet at yoga? But no, we did not meet. No, at yoga. no, we did not. We met in college, um, almost what. 19 years ago, something like that. Yeah. It was and 1999. <laughs> just it like was. the song. <laughs> it, was. <laughs> it was just like the song. Uh, but that was, yeah, that was pre-yoga. Um, and let's see, I was, I was taking, I mean, I was sort of interested in that kind of thing. I was taking classes on Eastern religion and stuff like that. You were? I think I took one class. In college? Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought college. you meant after college. No. Then we left college, and then we got real person jobs. Yep. Evan was, what did you do, Evan? Um, I did uh, case management counseling um, at a private social service. Sounds important. <laughs> I taught, um, oh, I taught a lot of things at a Montessori school, at a local Montessori school, all the way from pre-K up to the elementary program. And so one day, I was was hanging out with the kids in the after-school program, and this great mom, who was super cool, came up to me and she said, hey, uh, you know what I think you would really like? I think you might really like yoga. You should come to a yoga class with me sometime. And I thought, well, that sounds like fun. And it was like nice for somebody to invite me to do something. <laughs> um, so she and I went to a class at the Davenport School of Yoga, a local yoga studio, on a Wednesday night. I remember this very distinctly. Wow, yeah. Uh huh. And I came home and I said, Hey, you know what, Evan? You know what? I think you would really like yoga. <laughs> You should come to a yoga class. Like the cool moms do. Yeah, like all the cool moms do. And then we went together on a Thursday night. Yeah, we went the next night. In fact, the very next night. And then for two years, we pretty consistently went every Thursday night, Mm -hmm. didn't we? I think so. It was like our, our date night thing. We would go to yoga, and then like all good yogis, we would go out to the bar. (laughs) <laughs> I forgot. I forgot that part, but yeah. Uh-huh. Usually, we would go to dinner and then we would go have a drink somewhere. Yeah. Okay. It was Thursday night. It was Thursday night jams. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then, so, what did you find interesting about yoga when we started? Um, I remember starting to sleep much, much. Better. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Much better. 
And I remember feeling um, just that that yoga glow, that mm-hmm. post yoga glow, spaced out, happy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? Um, <clears throat> I remember. Well, I I was I've always been exercised a lot, and I would used to just to run and lift weights. And I remember um, being interested in how challenging it was to move in those Uh ways Uh and because it seemed so much simpler than other things or that I was doing. And that, that was really intriguing to me. That had me hooked. Were you still running when you first started yoga? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There was a period of, um, I don't know when it was. So for that was like 2002 and then we gradually went to more and more classes and, um, there was a period when I worked four tens and so I had Wednesdays off and you would go to teach and I would get up and have just nothing to do. So I would, I would get out <laughs> light on yoga I remember and this. I would just do yoga for like three or four hours in the morning, just kind of messing around and trying stuff out. And then I would eat lunch and then I would, in the afternoon I would go in and go to two yoga classes. So I would do like eight hours of yoga in that on those I'm days. I'm jealous. I didn't know. And they was, it was just totally great. It was really like, you know, cutting my teeth yeah. on it. Um, and then, and even then, um, when we were still in Rock Island, we would, I would go to the fitness center still there. But after a while, I realized I was just paying for the membership to, <laughs> to go up do to yoga on the mats little, in the corner. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it was that yeah, little yeah. corner off the track. I remember doing yoga in that corner off the track. Also. Okay, so when did we level up after that? Well, then we, I remember we started going to like two classes a week at some point. And then, yeah, and then we started doing doubles on mm-hmm. Wednesday nights. And then it was like suddenly we were doing like four or five classes a week. We were going to four or five classes a week. And then we took a teacher training. Mm-hmm. 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 And then we started teaching a little bit. And then we branched out and we went to a big fancy workshop in Chicago. Do you remember I remember. This? Yep, yep. And I remember we were in a class with David Life. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, okay, now jump through. And you and I looked at each other. <laughs> and then we looked around and watched all these people go from downward facing dog to put their legs in front of them. Do some seated poses. And we hadn't seen that before. And we had never seen that before. Mm-hmm. So, nope, of course, nope. like, like again, like good yogis, we went to the internet right away and started Googling jump through. Thank you, YouTube. Mm-hmm. And we learned about a little something called... Ashtanga. Ashtanga yoga. yoga. I remember there was a time when I'm pretty sure that I had seen every Ashtanga video on YouTube. And I know that <laughs> seems just the, like the most ridiculous claim, but I swear it's true. <laughs> and it, the reason is because there were far fewer Ashtanga videos on YouTube and every other kind of video than there are now. But I had seen them all. <laughs> on those Wednesdays. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then what happened? Um, and then I think uh, kind of the next level up was um, then somehow I got interested in uh, Richard Freeman as a teacher. Oh, yeah. And I would find these, I would hear about these obscure yoga books or yoga 
materials and I would go to the tiny Cambridge, Illinois library and <laughs> make an interlibrary loan to Denver, Colorado for the cassette version of the, <laughs> the yoga, matrix. yoga matrix philosophy talks from Richard Freeman. And I'm sure it, it, huh? it seemed like I was just like, I had just beamed down from Mars and come so is, to do that. Is Cambridge, Illinois pretty liberal community? <clears throat> I don't know. They're okay. I mean, they're they cool. They do yoga were, now. They're cool at the library. Yeah, they were cool at the library. But so I got interested in him. And um, I've always just been sort of a philosophical kind of fellow, so I liked that element of it. And then I I looked him up, and he was teaching a week-long um, workshop, like immersion thing in Chicago. So we went to that and stayed with our college buddy, Drew, um, and that was great. Yeah. That was 2007. And I think probably by that time we were mostly practicing at home. Um, or a lot of it was practicing at home. See a previous podcast about my fits and tempers starting home practice. Oh, yeah, yeah. And what happened after that? Um, well, it seems like a big leap, but... Well, at some point I had quit my job. Had I quit my job by then? I'm not sure. Yeah, I think I quit my job around 2006, 2007, like full-time job, and then I was working a part-time job, and trying to piece things together, running all over the place, teaching a bunch of yoga classes. Um, and then somehow we decided it would be a good idea to go to India. Yeah. I so can't, we I, just did that. I'm not, I'm not sure how that happened um, exactly. I'm assuming it was your idea, and I at probably, first was reluctant. Probably, but you had to, at that point, mail in your paper application and wait to get a response. And we had a going away party at the Davenport School of Yoga. Somebody brought a big map of India. Oh, up, yeah, that was wall. so nice. And we had like a marker where we were going. It was like, you know, the most crazy exotic yoga thing anybody had ever done in the Quad City yoga community. So we went that there, and that was, that was totally great. We did a month <clears throat> at the Ashtanga Yoga Research Institute with... Sharat Joyce, mm -hmm. and then we, and then we, um, then we rode the trains around for about another month, and looped back around, doing, continuing to do the the Ashtanga practice every morning wherever we happened to be. So we went to like Ampi and Varkala and. And uh, Trivandrum and, and back up through Tamil Nadu. Yeah, it was good times. Came back and then um, did like another week or two and then came back home. And that was when we hatched the idea for Yeah, to start. Us. Yeah, um, I think we just mostly wanted people to practice with. Yeah. <laughs> We kind of, um, I mean, it, it was it was just a different kind of scene. There wasn't really vinyasa yoga around. It was like starting to come into vogue, but not really very much. And so we wanted to cultivate people who wanted to practice like that. And so we um, we remodeled that room and um, happened to be able to host a couple of philosophy oh, yeah. teachers. From that we had met in Mysore, they happened to be coming to the states just in time. So, some of you may remember Jayashree, uh, Jayashree and Narasimhan. Narasimhan. Yeah. So that was the big, the big opening night event 
at the studio. We um, had some other events. We had a kirtan. Mm-hmm. Um, we had Sarah Struther. We hosted Sarah Struther. Do we have anything else up there? Probably. Mm. The first Iron Ashtangi. The first Iron Ashtangi? Dun, dun, dun. Um, let's see then what happened. Then you found Matthew's book, right? Yes, 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 book, yes. Which was like a gold mine of information for a home practitioner. It had yes. all the vinyasas in it. Yes, yes, that's right. We found that. I found that, and then he happened to be coming to Minneapolis uh, that year, 2009. So we went up there for a week with him, and, uh, and that was pretty good. Yeah. Started to learn Moon. Started to learn moon. Started our year. Didn't know anything about it, but just decided to do that. Yeah, because why not? He said, "If anybody wants to learn to teach moon, then write to me after." It's about a year-long practice of practicing at home, and then you come back to another course. So we thought, well, sure, mm-hmm. we'll do that. Sure, why not? And then we went to Durham. Yep, and then we started to go see him month for month-long retreats. Durham. And, and we, just get more and more into his style, his practice, relationship with him, and kind of um, uh, watching as he was developing. You know, he was like at the tail end of, I don't know how many years, 12 or 10 years probably, of just traveling around and doing workshops all over the world. And he was getting tired of that and wanting to establish more of a, I don't know, a style or a brand mm-hmm. and a community. And so kind of got in early with that and developed a relationship with him that we've maintained ever since. And that I remember we had we went to that and then we had some like personal life things happen and decided that if we were going to go back to India we should hurry up and go. So I think 2008 <clears throat> we went to Matthew or 2008 correct me if I'm wrong. We went to India 2009 we did a month long with Matthew, and then 2010 we went back to back Mysore. To, back to Mysore, yeah. Yeah, and then we came back, and then we went back <laughs> to Durham the next year for another month long. Yep, we yep. got it in. Anyway, now we're place. rambling. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we did a lot of yoga. Uh, but it's it's a. Uh, um, I don't know. I feel like uh, like we just sort of dove into it with no particular um, plans other than just being interested and wanting mm-hmm. to find out about it. I always felt like, like I can't believe Kelly's as interested in this as I'm interested in this. <laughs> is she just playing along or whatever? I don't really care because that would be fun if she is. But <laughs> it seemed like we just both genu- genuinely were interested yeah. in it to the same degree. Pretty lucky, too. I don't think that happens very often. Yeah. And then I remember the second time we went to Durham, I was pregnant. Mm -hmm. And so that was an interesting experience to go on a month-long yoga retreat while you were, while I was, you know, it's like your big chance to practice with your new teacher. And I was second trimester pregnant. So that was an interesting Do you remember what was um, going on for me the second month-long we went to? No, it was the first, was it the first, the first month-long we went to? Was it your knee? Yeah, my knee was... Ruined. <laughs> While we were ruined. there, it was actually ruined the whole time we were in Mysore. The second time, too. I remember that. That was, that was something. Yeah. 
Oh. But I got that fixed eventually. And then it's been like, uh, and then slowly, like, um, it becomes more, has become more about teaching and, and um, cultivating a community and refining teaching skills and thinking further and further ahead and where is it we want right. this to go. Yeah, so we do continue to stay connected to our own, um, well, our own regular practice, but also um, have committed time as students. I think we're... Mm -hmm. So now we're in the situation where we have... Um, fast forward to today, we have two businesses. Like, this is kind of our livelihood. Um, we have two businesses about this. <clears throat> I do uh, private yoga and body work. You do private therapy. We run these places. Um, we have a family. And it's, it's a lot to keep all of those things mm -hmm. in motion and, and going. Um, but it's a good place to be, I think. It's mm -hmm. a good problem to have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, things have just slowly filled up. And I think that's true of a lot of families. Um, and so the, but I feel like the, the yoga has been a, has always remained a support rather than an obligation. Yeah. I always feel, I always feel better. You know, if I just go up there and take time for myself or come in and the rare opportunity that I get to come into the studio or go to a class, I always feel better. So what would you say at the end of the, this process, not at the end, but where we are now anyway, is your... Um, perspective on I guess on practice um, can you use a different word other than perspective sure your uh, approach to your oh, my current approach to uh, well I feel like you have to go through a period of um, or at least I had to go through a period of intensity and uh, a lot of efforting and a lot of grasping and right now it's been um, about I have learned a lot about yoga being a supportive or or grounding element of my life um, and it it just helps me it helps me de-stress kind of like it's kind of back to the way it was at the very beginning like it helps me de-stress it helps uh, me sleep better, better. Uh. I'm not um, yeah, I have a few things that I'm chasing, but I'm not like pushing super hard and mm -hmm. you know, sweating my tail off and working for an hour and a half as hard as I can every day. But um, yeah, mm -hmm. it's a it's a complement supporting element to my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would agree. And I don't know what the future holds. It will be interesting to see. I feel like it changes all the time. There's a there's a, um, I don't know, perception, certainly in, in the Ashtanga world, I think, and in general, that like there's some sort of end product or something or mm -hmm. end, end state that you would evolve. You gradually get better and better and better at it, and then you reach some sort of end point, and you just sort of keep doing that indefinitely. But my experience has been that it just keeps changing. Yeah. It just keeps changing in that way. We're kind of on the cusp of another change, I feel like. Um, our youngest child will potentially could start preschool. 
um, next year. So that will be a new phase in our life mm-hmm. and a, a new you know, way to have practice time or not have practice time or just a new it'll be just be a new phase for us which will be interesting and i I think this is something too that we have been some without knowing it for at first but that we has been uh a focus for us is um is how to be intense practitioners advanced practitioners deep practitioners and still do all this other stuff that we want to do. Yeah. Still have um, the house and business and kids and all of that stuff because they. Uh, I have learned a lot at on retreats with Matthew. I've learned a lot studying with Sharat and many other teachers. But I've never gone to to a yoga course about how to do yoga while juggling all these other things. Yeah. That pretty much you're left on your own to figure that out. And so we've, I think had lots of trial and error and met lots of other people that are trying to do the same thing and we're all kind of figuring that out together. So let's look forward a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so you finished your, you're a licensed social worker now. Yep, I went to grad school during all this and uh, finished my supervision. We like big projects. And, <laughs> and, uh, and my license, yes. Yeah, and um, I don't know. I'm plugging away at my bodywork thing. Mm-hmm. Mom and it plugging away at my bodywork thing. So, uh, what what's ahead for Tapas? Uh, we don't exactly know, but um, I think we're we're working to integrate all of these things together. Um, or at least, you know, it depends on the person and depends on the student slash client with how many of these disciplines are applicable or they're interested in but but I think we're interested to see how we can weave all these things together into sort of a wellness approach so stay tuned stay tuned for that and what's ahead for Evan and Kelly well we're getting out there a little bit more I think we're kind of maybe we'll talk about this in a future podcast but we're kind of getting our own our own approach our own brand going called strength and grace that kind of takes our our approach, our philosophy, yeah, our, our ethos, our yes, our technical approach, our philosophical approach to practice, and we've been taking that out into the community to separate um, studios and building our audience. And I think we're going to continue to work on that. Yeah, good. So we're excited to see what happens next. All right, thanks for listening. Share this Keep. podcast. Um, yeah, share this around. Share, 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 share. And send us ideas for send future podcasts if you have one. We we love to hear from you. Uh, talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.